Everyone's always like, God bless America. But he did. You are never going to believe what fog did for our future. The Elephant in the Pew. Hey, you found Elephant in the Pew, your daily resource that engages the world from a Christian viewpoint and looks at the topics everyone wants to discuss, but nobody wants to talk about. I'm Ryan Ramsey. It's great to have you here. Elephant in the Pew is back, and we now have a new format. Until now, you've heard us on our podcast, but now not only can you get the audio podcast daily from our website at elephantpew.com and all other podcast outlets, but now we are also on, that's right, YouTube, which if you're watching the video, you're you're watching this right now, so you already knew that because you're on YouTube to get there, so anyways, that's right, so just punch that subscribe button and get madness from Steven and I every single weekday. But anyways, did you ever think of George Washington as a praying man? I did. You know why? Because there's a painting of him praying. So therefore, I've always assumed George Washington was a praying man. But it's actually documented that George Washington was a man of prayer. In fact, George has a prayer journal. Yeah, you can actually go to a link that's provided here and see his prayer journal that he wrote down all of his prayers and as he journaled through those. But most formidably, his prayers helped the soldiers in the Continental Army, the Battle of Long Island. And you say, Ryan, how can you even know that his prayers helped? And I can tell you how, because of this story. All right? So let me just tell you, he was so fervent about prayer that he actually made a command to his people who were not fighting. Let me read you a quote from George Washington about uh, prayer and the importance of it. He says, All officers and soldiers not engaged in actual duty to attend services to implore blessings of heaven upon the means used for their safety and defense. So he's telling everybody who's not fighting that they need to go to these prayer services so that they can ask for the blessings for God on them for their safety and for uh, their defense against uh, England as they're fighting them uh, in the Revolutionary War, right? And so obviously he was a man of prayer if he was willing to make other people go do it. Now, we could have a theological conversation about the prayers of those who are forced to go pray, but uh, we'll have that another time, all right? So the Battle of Long Island uh, happened, and the American army was getting just destroyed, beat up, right? In fact, General Howe was fighting against them, and General Howe had 32,000 soldiers, and he had reduced the American army just to 8,000 American soldiers. So they were struggling, to say the least. Let's just say they were about to be beat, about to be finally finished. And, you know, what they suspect is that if Washington would have lost this at this point in, in the battle, they would have been done. They would have not only the battle been over and George been done, but the American Revolution would have been over. So George knew that they could not give up. But the bad news was is that George Washington was surrounded. He had his back to the East River and surrounded on all other fronts. There was no place for George Washington to go. So, knowing that he could not lose the battle, he had to retreat in plan one that the British Army could not stop him, right? So, on at 8 p.m. on August 29th in 1776, they started their plan. Their plan was to cross the East River into safe territory and escape without 
the other army knowing this, the other military knowing this, right? So they had gotten all these boats set up and brought every boat over there that they could, and the wind started howling at uh, 8 p.m. It really thwarted their plans. They couldn't get across with the sailboats. They were useless. And so they were left with just rowing these boats of men across the river and making these trips back and forth. And so this began. So they were really concerned. But at 11 p.m., it stopped, right? The wind just completely stopped. It was still. The water was like ice, right? Because it was so still, and it stopped. And so I would say that's the first thing that happened when, when God showed up, right? But that's not even the biggest thing, right? So they were moving these people. Now they could use the sailboats and all that. So they were going across the water carrying people. But the problem was is that the sun started to rise. So this meant bad news for Washington's army because General Howe's army was going to discover that they were trying to get away and they were going to come after them. And there were still a bunch of soldiers still stuck over there on the wrong side. So just as some soldiers were preparing to fight for their lives with nobody to help them, basically just trying to hold off Hal's men so they couldn't get to the rest of the army, um, an interesting thing happened. And as I talked about in the intro, it was fog. Fog started to happen. It started rising up out of the ground. Let me read you a quote, actually, from one of the soldiers that recounts this. It says, A very dense fog began to rise out of the ground and off the river. It seemed to settle in a peculiar manner over both encampments. I recollect this peculiar providential occurrence perfectly well. And so very dense was the atmosphere that I could scarcely discern a man six yards distance. We tarried until the sun had risen, but the fog remained as dense as ever. The fog remained until the last boats left Long Island. Can you believe that? The fog stuck around until the men were gone. This is what he called providential or providence. This word providence is a word that's not in use much today. We don't hear it a lot, but it simply means the protective care of God or of nature as a spiritual power or God or nature as providing protective or spiritual care, right? And so we don't hear this a lot. And, and some people may uh, attribute this to the knowledge of science and how things work. And actually, if you go on Google and you look up the word providence, you will see a chart that shows usage over history. And in the 1800s, it was very high and has declined to almost not being used at all now. But something interesting is happening when you look at that chart. The word providence in this meaning of God's provision is actually on the rise again. It's on an upward trend. So makes me think that not only are people starting to realize that God's providence is carrying people through, but they're starting to talk about it again. So it makes me ask this question, and I want to know what you guys think. Was this providence? Was this providence that carried the early American army across the East River that provided the fog for them to survive this battle? Or was it a just chance happening that really helped the American army out? How about this? Let me know, in your own life, have you seen the providence of God in a miraculous way like that? That could only be described as His providence. Let me know in the comments below, or you can email me, hello at elephantpew.com. Hey, if you like this, you are going to love tomorrow's episode where Stephen talks about another miracle in 1776. Man, don't even hesitate for a second to think that this was the only miracle because 
There were a ton, and Stephen's going to cover another big one that happened. Also, don't forget to check out yesterday's episode by clicking here to see Stephen's take on the Christian Founding Fathers. As you're on your way out today, hit that subscribe button, and thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you soon.